It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello and welcome back to Generation Skywalker. I'm Dan, and you are listening to episode 24 of the Modern Way Generation Skywalkers regular dive into the world of modern Star Wars toys and collectibles. And to help me make sense of all of the news and announcements, we have got Mr. Craig Spivey. Good evening. How you doing? All good, mate. All good. And Mr. Peter Lee. Hi, Dan. How you doing? Very well. Good, good. Mr. Jez Allinson. Buongiorno. Hey, ah, been to Italy, haven't you? Yeah. When you was when you was going around that that lake that was in、uh, Attack of the Clones, were you creeping your wife out with your Anakin Skywalker impersonations? <laughs> no, I was just in my own little bubble, just absorbing it all and loving it. Stroking her back and giving her strange looks and. Yeah, it's not that kind of show. Move, move on. <laughs> ask me another one. But it was great. It was amazing. And got someone else. So it's really odd, actually, because for the last three and a half years he's been introducing me on the podcast, and for the first time ever, I get to introduce him. It's Mr. Stuart Skinner. Lord Stuart Skinner, hello, mate. You're right, Lord Stuart Skinner. Stuart, what, what's your top five Twi'leks? <laughs> wow,、uh, blue, yellow, green, orange, and purple. And it's a colours. <laughs> well, they are my favourite Twi'leks.、Oh. I can't, I can't narrow that down. Rock on. <laughs> So it has been—I don't know—what's it been? Seven or eight weeks, I think, since we recorded the last Modern Way, and not a huge amount has been announced. I think there was nothing really announced in June or all of May after the double whammy of celebration and then May the fourth. But in the recent weeks in July, we've had a ton of announcements because of San Diego Comic Con. But before we get onto that, let's go round and see what everyone has been buying. So we'll start with. Let's start with Craig. What have you been up to, Craig? So we still count things from 1995 as modern, don't we? Until、uh, until someone reclassifies that era. So if we are going with 95 being modern, 
I bought a very random vinyl model kit that was made by a company called Polydata. And I remember these things being advertised in the official magazine, the Star Wars official magazine. So it's from that era when the Power of the Force came back round and they produced a set of kind of key characters, kind of hot toy size, simple little model kits, kind of Kotu, Bukia sort of style, not a lot to them. You know, you just stick the arms and the head on, basically. But yeah, I bought a Princess Leia to go with some of my little Princess Leia bits and pieces. And I did an unboxing and I put that out today. So if people want to go and check that out and see what the heck I'm talking about, little unboxing of that obscure vinyl model kit line from the mid 90s. But that's it. That's all I bought, really. You did another unboxing, though. I did do another unboxing. You're right. I forgot about that. I did the, the bunker, the, uh, the Hasbro Endor bunker, which I bought because I thought the floor panels matched up to the prop that I, uh, that I own and occasionally talk about. And, and they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. It was a little bit of a flight of fancy on Hasbro's part, um, because the bit in question, when you look at the movie, uh, which we did at some length when we did the commentary, it's a concrete base. So, um, yeah, sort of slight anomaly. So I uh, I bought one without the figure to, to sort of have. I had all intentions to sort of do a little bit of customization on it and just weather it up a little bit. And I bought some of that fake grass that modelers use to sort of enhance the, the, the foliage on the on the roof. But I got it open and it just wasn't right. So... Back in the box it went, it's going on eBay when I get five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there's any of those those playsets they've brought out in recent years, you know, the Tant of Eve and the, the Carbon Freeze Chamber. I think we haven't given any of those positive reviews. We've had them in hand even. No, it had potential because it's a chunky looking thing. But, you know, it doesn't do a fat lot apart from doors open. be great for a diorama if, if you're not fussed about screen accuracy. What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. What about you, Pete? What have you been up to? You been buying anything, or is it raining too much? It's obviously been raining because uh, I haven't bought anything. Well, I've got. I think we may have mentioned them before. I know you bought them as well. The um, the Matt Ferguson print turned up. Yeah. You know, the, the the Jedi 40th anniversary that eventually turned up. I haven't opened it up yet, but um, I'm looking forward to it because I think look, people have seen them online or mentioned online and said how rich that looks and how good the colours have come through and the printing is so much better in person than it is on the screen you had to you open up it is impressive yeah one day I'll sort of get those all frames I've got the Empire one as well but they do they sort of under getting the Empire one out and they look great so yeah I will will get that out as well but um that's it on the modern front spending too much on vintage at the moment about you Stu um it's been ages isn't it since I've been on here so it's Modern, there's a lot, but I'm just going to whistle it down to the two areas. Tiki, I have added the Sandcrawler, the TIE Fighter, um, Emperor's Royal Guard, Biker Scout, three little Grogu muglet type things. Um, so still delving into the uh, the Tiki. And Hot Toys, I've had to arrive this week. The Luke Bespin and Fennec Shand are finally in hand. Still in boxes at the moment, but they will be... Um, We'll be out of the boxes by Christmas, but, but um, come on, Hot Toys, do a size noodles for me. Talking of Hot Toys, what did you get, Jez? No clues there. <laughs> well, I've not been buying. There's been nothing available for me out there, and I haven't had a great deal of spare time to go shopping. However, yes, likes to 
Aren't you, Dan? My first hot toy has arrived, which is, like you, the Luke Bespin. I'm really, really excited. I've had it in my possession for, what, 18, 19 days? I've not had the time to open it yet. might happen tonight whilst we're recording. I can't wait. Very good, Jez. So we're going to, we might, Luke Bespin might be making an appearance tonight. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Very good. Well, I haven't had too much. I got for my birthday. I had a, I've had a birthday and Father's Day since then. I got a, uh, what did I get? I got a Power Droid, uh, Geeky Tiki for my birthday and I got a Obi-Wan Kenobi Geeky Tiki for Father's Day. I've got Clone Commander Cody Lego helmet for my birthday and I treated myself to a couple of hot toys. I've got the Luke Bezbin. I've unboxed that and Luke Skywalker from the Mando, and I've unboxed that, and unboxings are both up on YouTube. So yeah, I had no hot toys for seven months, and then got two in a week. So how's how's that? Lots of good stuff to talk about now, though. So there's been there hasn't been a, a huge amount of news, like I said at the start, through through May and June. July feels like things have started to pick up a bit of steam again. Um, but before we start talking about toys, should we talk about TV? Because we like we like what goes on up on the screen with Star Wars, as well as as well as the toys, and there's a new trailer, Jez. Yeah, exciting new trailer. War is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. We are no Jedi. I started hearing whispers of Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. What happens when we find Thrawn? Power. Such as you've never dreamed. I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him. Just like I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. Master. As a Jedi, sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can. But I'm counting on you to see this through. Nice haircut. Sometimes we have to do what's right, regardless of our personal feelings. Buckle up. If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You have no power. Anakin spoke highly of you. I'm not here to discuss my past. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Warrior, outcast, rebel, Jedi. Yeah, Ahsoka is coming to Disney Plus on the 23rd of August 2023, which is actually... How, how long ago do you think Ahsoka was first introduced to us in the Star Wars world? Just throw it out there. Like 2008? Yeah, it's exactly that. It was August the 15th, 2008, 
when the first animated um, Clone Wars film came out. So 15 years Ahsoka has been in the hearts of some Star Wars fans. This is a character created by Dave Filoni, worked with, with George Lucas for as uh, the Clone Wars. And from then on, remained you know, in animation. So you're talking Clone Wars, Clone Wars TV shows, Rebels. And then you're looking at um, the, the, as well as Rebels, it, it goes into other areas as well. So you've got Tales of the Jedi, you've got Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, which is obviously having gone from animation then to, to live action. But what this is doing, this is what's got so many people so excited because Ahsoka Tano, initially voiced by Ashley Eckstein, was such a popular character, remains hugely popular for such, you know, the, the next generation and this generation as well in, in so many respects. More and more people have now sort of getting behind this after a little bit of vitriol when she first came out from some areas. But lots, lots of anticipation because finally, you know, the Rebels animated TV show and all the much loved characters which were introduced to us in Rebels now again a live action treatment so so much anticipation for for uh, upcoming enjoyment so this trailer came out we had the first teaser at celebration yeah that's been spoken about and that looked great but this then the the proper trailer came out two weeks ago and since then there's been loads of, of sort of fan edits and all sorts of stuff it's all over social media all over youtube so many people having a go and there's lots of very good videos on stars.com with ahsoka background and you know feloni talking about it in the sort of build-up let's talk about the synopsis very briefly so this is set after the fall of the empire so post jedi and it follows the sort of former jedi knight or, or trainee jedi ahsoka tano as she investigates an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy and actually, from a specific point of view, this is set during the third season of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, Dave Filoni, John Favreau's vision. This storytelling is, is due to be epic. It really, really is. What have you guys thought of the uh, trailer? No, I think, the- it looks, I think it looks brilliant. I can't wait. I've really enjoyed of everything we've had. You know, Mandalorian's my favourite. But I think there's a lot of familiar faces coming back in this one. If you're into Rebels and, you know, your Clone Wars... I think it could be good. I mean, it looks like they're tying in a lot of the stuff from Heir to the Empire as well with, with Thrawn being back in there. Yeah. I think it says the line in the trailer, Thrawn is the heir to the Empire, so that looks very exciting. Yeah, Both mentioning yeah. the, the actor who's the, he's playing kind of, I don't think he's, he's a, I don't think he is a Sith, Sith. Uh, Ray Stevenson, he, he passed away not long after Celebration, so. Um, yeah. We already lost him, so that's a shame. So this is the character, Balan Skull. Now, um, yeah, so he, he's there and it appears that he's with a sort of sidekick or maybe apprentice, Shin Hattie. And they come out with the lines, we are no Jedi, which is essentially the same line which Ahsoka comes out with in the animated TV shows. Yeah, an orange lightsaber rather than a red one. So is he a Sith? Not really sure. Is he just a rogue? Was once a Jedi. So uh, apparently uh, this character, Balin, is a surviving force sensitive Jedi from, um, who managed to escape Order 66 and may have just very much like Ahsoka in her own right, you know, gone on a different path, gone on a little bit rogue. And who's to say that this orange, almost red lightsaber is just, you know, a, a Jedi who's just, just on the edge. And you, and you see it because, you know, you see duels between these characters. But I think it's, it, 
seems really good now that we're moving away from the, you know, the the binary aspect of you're a goodie or a baddie. You know, you're a Jedi or a Sith. So yeah, lots of things to come out with this. Lots of uh, lots of interest. August the twenty third, double episode. So two episodes of what apparently is an eight episode series. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about this. I think that there's going to be so much and it's hugely going to be world building without bringing in too many spoilers or anything like that. There's lots of elements and, and elements which we saw in Rebels, which when you look really, really closely and do a little bit of analysis in this trailer, you'll, you'll see it's, I think it's extremely well done. Oh, that's what we're getting from the trailers. But then again, Lucasfilm excel at trailers, don't they? And sometimes some of the actual, what we're, what we're presented with ultimately falls slightly short. But from what I see with this, I'm really, really excited. For those people who, who don't know a great deal about it, well, there's plenty of things that you can watch to, you know, to get yourself prepared for it. As I said, you know, there's, We've spoken about the Clone Wars and, and stuff like that. But if you really, really wanted to, Clone Wars Season 5, Episode 20, The Wrong Jedi, would be a good one to start with. Uh, season 7, Episodes 9 to 12, it's the Siege of Mandalore arc. Again, that would be very good for you. Uh, and then Rebels, Rebels Season 1, Episode 15, is Fire Across the Galaxy. Season 2, Episode 18, is Shroud of Darkness. And then uh, season two, episodes 21 to 22, which is Twilight of the Apprentice. So this is someone ultimately, if you if you think about this, telling the story of, of a character who was trained by arguably one of the greatest Jedi Knights you know, in the galaxy, Anakin Skywalker. This this is going to be epic. Oh, I haven't mentioned Rosario Dawson being the uh, being the actress. Yeah, after that. Moves on to Rebel Season 4, Episode 15, Family Reunion and Farewell. You know, the big, big part of it. And, and where you get to see kind of, um, where, where Ahsoka's gonna go at the end of Rebels. But there's so many other things. There's all the seasons throughout the Clone Wars that you could watch. And the Tales of the Jedi, Episodes 1, 5, and 6 are the ones. They're not crucial, but they'll just give a little bit more of Ahsoka's backstory. And, uh, yeah, as I say, Rebels season, uh, two and four, there will be an essential Ahsoka sort of watching chapter, I'm sure, in Disney Plus. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of chat about this, uh, and I will be strapping in. I'd also add the Hair to the Empire books to that list, Jess. Oh, right, for the Thrawn element. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's all about Thrawn for me. I mean, that was, when were those released? 91, 92. Yeah, I mean, I, that's going back a long time, but you know that was a great character when he was introduced, and to see him in live action is going to be great. And knowing where they're kind of heading with this, you know, the whole Mandaverse and the movie, this is not the first live action TV show that that's coming out on the back of that news. So I anticipate that, you know, like you said, at the start there's going to be some world building, and it's going to be. It's going to be going somewhere. There's going to be a payoff to all of this. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know, point. Craig, if you watch much of, I don't think any of us much talked about it, The Bad Batch, the second season. You have to forgive me because I can't remember the name of the location, but in Heir to the Empire where the Emperor's got all of his arsenal in the mountain. Was Wait, it Wayland? Yeah, so that features quite a bit in in the Bad Batch. I'm wondering if that's going to tie back into it for, for this series and whether or not, this Ray Stevenson character 
is is going to be a stand-in for the Jedi out of there to the Empire as well. Maybe he could be the. Is it Joris Seaboth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. That would yeah, be. That's, that's my speculation, anyways. It's probably nothing to do with any of that, but that's kind of what I've got going on in my head at the minute. Speculation's good. Yes, exciting times. Hope it. Hope it's good. I always hope it's good. Fingers crossed. They've said you don't need any of the history as well, haven't they? I think Filoni actually came out and said that you, if you're just going to watch it stand alone, you don't need that. And obviously it will add a hell of a lot to it, but it'll be interesting to see how they do explain it. Because I've got friends who don't watch or aren't as invested in Star Wars as we are, and they just don't, they're just like not on, they're, not, they're on board with it, because obviously she's been introduced in, in other series, but they are a bit like, what's what's this all going to be about? So it'll be interesting to see how they how they play it. But I'm doing Rebels now for the first time, and it is fantastic. I tried Clone Wars too many times and couldn't get on board, but Rebels is uh, is really good, really enjoying that at the moment. Any, any thoughts, Stu? Can't wait. It's right. I, 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 it's going to be the best one yet, and I love Mando. Something's coming. Something dark. So kind of sticking with the theme of Ahsoka, there was we've had um, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I think it kicks off on the 17th or the 18th of July and ran through to the 23rd. And there is a number of announcements that we're going to be talking about as we walk through this and all the exclusives. But the big news to come out of the Hasbro panel was that there is a new HasLab. I'm going to hand over to Craig for this. I can't contain my excitement. There is, there is a new Haslab project that has been announced at San Diego for the vintage collection Ghost. And I think that's how to do a launch of a Haslab project. So they did it live with a captive audience. All the relevant media were in attendance. There was an opportunity to showcase it in the flesh on the show floor afterwards. So in terms of sort of getting that impact, getting that initial momentum just out of the gate you can't fault them for that so for those who aren't familiar with the ghost first appeared as Harrison Jewelers ship in Star Wars Rebels and is set to feature heavily in the new live action show we've just been talking about and if you can't picture it think of a squared off Millennium Falcon with a cockpit in the corner it shares some DNA it's clearly Clearly made in Corellia. And this thing, this toy, is huge. It's uh, 87.5 centimetres long. It's 77 centimetres wide, and it's about 33 centimetres tall. So it's bigger than the Razor Crest and the Big Falcon that came out a few years ago. And I think you're going to need a very, very deep shelf to display this. It's, there's a lot of volume to it. It's not long and, and thin like the uh, like the sail barge. So, yeah, it's going to be a, an investment in not only money, but but space. In terms of the design of it and the deco, it's been created to reflect the live action ship more than it's been created to reflect the animated one. And I watched a few videos. The one on display in San Diego was still a work in progress, but uh, I'm sure the the images that are out there are pretty accurate to kind of how it's going, and they've worked very closely with the design team at, at Lucasfilm to kind of get those details um, right. And it's got all the retractable bits and removable panels that you'd expect. But for me, I think the coolest features, the Phantom, the little shuttle that sort of sits on the top, and it's got chopper the droids 
head sticking out. So it's um, you know, I, I, it, it's got it's tricked out. It's pretty tricked out. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, the ship comes with an exclusive uh, carded Hera figure who comes with a blaster and she comes with her uh, Calicori, which is the little family totem pole type thing that Thrawn kind of deduces a lot um, about her and her personality and her background from because we know he likes to study the art of his adversaries. And also, one of the accessories, who can remember this question from our craft beer event at Celebration? What was the fruit called that featured in a number of episodes? Anybody? I can remember the question. You should all know this. It's amazing. Well, I, I, I wasn't there, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen the show, but that long ago, I can't remember. I, th- I think Chrysanthemum comes with one as well. <laughs> They're clearly getting... Uh, Getting their money's worth out of that mould. So, yeah, it comes with a little kind of space melon. So, like all these things, there are some tiers, should the backing exceed beyond the ship alone. So, tier one is a carded Ezra Bridger, and that's going to trigger at 11,000 backers. Tier two is a carded Kanan Jarrus, which will trigger at 14,000 backers. And the third tier is a carded uh, Zeb, which will uh, trigger at 17,000. And all of these figures are the live action style, but the card out features the animated style mural that I believe features in the show. It was a big display at Celebration, and I think they rolled it out again at, at San Diego. So how much does all this cost? I know you're thinking. So you can order this at HasbroPulse.com. It is available in the UK um, through the UK site, and it's priced at £499.99. And they are limited to five per customer. So this is going to run till uh, September the 7th, about 5 a.m. September the 7th. So you've got, where are we now? July, August, September. So a few, few weeks yet to kind of get yours ordered and it's set to be delivered the final thing delivered to our doorsteps no later than december 2024 <laughs> i'm not sure how that compares to the uh to the razor press and how people were waiting on those but the good news is and there's been a lot of noise about this online it's reached its goal already it reached its goal of eight thousand backers within 91 hours of its launch which is great and i think you know, everybody involved is going to be very pleased with that um, because, you know, as, we, as we're going to discuss tonight, it looks like they're going all out for Ahsoka when it comes to the merch. So this is a really good um, kind of showcase flagpole, tentpole piece to be uh, to be launching and, and getting people excited about. So as as. It stands, putting this together, which is so we're recording on the 26th of July. It's currently 8,417 backers with 42 days to go. Is that everything everyone needs to know? I think that about covers it, Craig. Are you buying one? <laughs> Am I buying one? No, they'll probably blow it up after season one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, because it's in, it's in Rise of Skywalker, so I think it'd be all right. <laughs> it is. That's a really good point, yeah. Yeah, I might get it because it's in Rise of Skywalker. That's my favourite. The, the size is 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 uh, is worrying. 
The because uh, when you look at the box for the Razor Crest, a lot of people comment on how small the box is, and you're like, "Wow, is that all it is?" But the the wings actually come off the side of it, and it all breaks down. But I can't see with that how you can break it down to any smaller size than what it is. So I think you're it's going to come in a massive box. I think the postage is ten pounds on top of the five hundred as well. And yeah, it's whether they. I think if the if all of those figures get triggered, then. I think I think the numbers will start to skyrocket because you know there's a lot of people out there who'd want those figures or you know complete this on vintage collection, three four brand new figures that no one's got and that would be the only way to get it. I think they'll be clambering for those. But they did add some extra onto the with the Razor Crest. Towards the end they added the stand on, and I think they added that Elder Jawa, so they did add another figure to that. So they may well add whoever the missing character is. Is it Chopper or? It's Sabine, isn't it? Is it Sabine? Well, we don't know. We don't know the, the, you know, yeah, how, how, how it's configured yeah. on the TV show, do we? Well, that, that's certainly the rebels. Yeah. So they, they may well, they may well add more to it if they if it does well. I mean, it's not. It can't be tracking that far off of the Razor Crest. I think the Razor Crest, the initial target for that was six thousand, and not the eight for the Ghost. So it would have probably funded. At six, I don't know when it got to six thousand, but it, I bet it was a day or two before that. So it probably probably on track with what the Razor Crest was doing at the start. Plus, you're going to have a lot of new fans coming on board, aren't you? For watching the show, yeah. Watching the show, you're going to get a lot of people coming on to it, and they'll push it again big time, won't they, once that's out? Yeah. And i got a suspicion that these cards will probably be... I think these characters will come out anyway. Mm. I have a suspicion that these cards, because they're the, the sort of mural backing, which was at the end of Rebels, and, you know, so it's... It's a, almost like a character drawing of the the characters, but from that particular painting, which is at the end, uh, you yeah. know, the final season. So I think they'll probably bring the characters out. It, it won't be a lost opportunity to have a Zeb, I want a four or a Kanan, but I just think they'll come out on different non-exclusive card backs. People want those card backs, though, Jez. People yeah, of course they do. Yeah. And you will get people buying this and flogging the figures and probably selling them for what the ship cost. Yeah. Be, all right. It was, well, it was amazing when the when the Razor Crest came out. The money that all of a sudden it jumped up to—it's just crazy. It was it was insane. Yeah, but now oh, they're yeah, hanging yeah. around a little bit, aren't they? So when when yeah. this first happened and it was the um, the sale barge, I don't think people quite realised what a sort of cash cow money maker that would be, mm. and the value shot up. And then, you know, when the Razor Crest came out, yeah, loads of people going crazy for them. But they're not selling now for a huge profit, no. I don't think. Anyway, I think a lot of people were buying them for an investment. So it's now gone over, it's achieved its goal, brilliant. But that's a big ask to over double, you know, to complete all of the, all of tiers. So I think there might be, as you say, a little bit of sort of tier <laughs> jiggery pokery. Alright, well let, let's put it out there. Any of you guys buying this? At the minute, no. Maybe change my mind once I've seen the show, but at the minute it's a firm, no, I haven't got £500 to say goodbye to for 12 and a half months, or was it 18 months before we get our hands on it. So yeah, I will for say a, no at that point. For a metre cube box as well, which is probably what it's going to be. Trying <laughs> I, I find that hilarious, the, the packaging, because the postage, right, plus £10 postage, amazing. Yeah. Celebration charged me £15 for a couple of tickets. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Who's your postie? I think that's excellent value for money. 
uh, and there was just one other thing which I mentioned, which I've seen so many people complaining about online. Yes, in Europe and uh, and for those countries which can't get it, unfortunately, but in Europe and the UK, we always get sort of shafted with regards to price and people are like, oh, it's $499. It's £499. This is obscene. Yeah, but it's £499, which includes VAT. Yeah. Whenever things are advertised and whenever we talk about the price comparison in states, we don't talk about whatever state um, added tax there is. So that needs to be taken into consideration. I did see one thing online where someone said, oh, with, with tax and postage, I'm now looking at $600, which does bring it a little bit closer to what we're paying, just for a better balance. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Stu? Are you interested in this? It's beautiful. It is great. But, um, no. Nah. Not for me. It's, great. it's lovely to see people getting excited about it, though, isn't it? After the last two failed attempts at a Star Wars Hab Lab to get one that's finally funded and people are talking about and buzzing about and not complaining about. Rebels has always had a massive following, though, hasn't it? There was always a big core fan base for that show so um for them this is incredible it's, it's you, you called this back in early in the new year didn't you dan i remember you saying you just knew it would be the the ghost it's the one that everyone's been talking about when you spoke when people kind of had their wish list the ghost was always at the top there's a lot of younger people in those um, vintage collection groups and that was kind of their their wish and i suppose a lot of them you think that that show was out what 10 years ago now if they were 10 watching it they're 20 25 maybe watching it now pete, this must you, be like you, a dream come true for him you say that pete but i have heard dan say about 50 different items <laughs> it's going to be that because he hedges his bets and then makes out his what else did i say it was then well you you thought it was going to be a um case. <laughs> you thought it was going to be um oh what do you call it like a lava set from revenge of sin <laughs> Um, Did you say the uh, the really bad photoshopped Ewok village that did the Do you get caught out by that, Craig? Do you know what? I was it was on my I was looking at my phone, I had my glasses on and I and I was <laughs> and you know, behind the scenes at Generation Skywalker, there's a little bit of a kind of like it's kinda of nice to be the first one in there to get in the group, you know? <laughs> and I went, Oh heck, there it is. It's it's the Ewok Village. <laughs> And then as soon as I, I sent it and then I looked at it in the thread and I thought, oh, that's a terrible Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> the trees were right to the top of the acrylic. It's all coming out the glass. You can see, whole... see through the trees at the bottom. In my defence, I think it came from somebody, I forget who posted it, but somebody who's quite reputable, who was clearly hoodwinked as well. Because <laughs> it's because their, their, their comment was, you know, it's been announced and it's the village. So I kind of read that more than looked at the picture. But... Yeah, people want an Ewok village collection, Ewok village. That'd be amazing. By it, it did look good, you know. Yeah. It'd be an amazing thing. I would be well into that. The terrarium started shipping from Celebration, and I saw an unboxing of that today, and that looks amazing. What's that? The Ewok, Ewok village in a terrarium, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little shrunk down vintage version. It looks really nice. good. But we digress. We do. So none of us at the moment are getting the ghost as it stands, but let's see if that changes by the time we've recorded the next episode. I reckon Stuart's going to have ordered two. Um, Can I give you a Hot Toys update? Go on then. Yeah, so uh, the <laughs> the shipper box has been opened. Wonderful. Thank you very much. The good, the bad and the robots <laughs> I ordered it from. Nice little thank you note in there. 
beautifully pristine inside, nice protection. And uh, even I'm talking about this because I know that Peter is on the cusp of buying his first ever hot toy. He's so close to it. And the experience which I'm getting right now from looking at this and starting to open it just incrementally, it's just it's already money well spent. And I've not even got out of the box, Peter. It's lovely. Hear how excited he's getting. You sound like one of what are those people called who whisper into the microphone and rub their fingernails over all of the the mic head. What was that called? AMSR, yeah, I reckon. You, you, you're, yeah, you're getting a bit. You're getting a bit aroused, Jez, by the sounds of it. I'm pleased that you think I'm on the cusp, Jez. I'm pleased that you can live with that. Okay, then announcements. So yeah, like I keep saying, loads of announcements at uh, San Diego Comic Con. But let's kick off with Black Series, Pete. And do you want to take us through that? Yeah, I can run through these. So the cardboard packaging is gone. I think Craig covered this in quite a bit of depth on the last show, but like, the, the U-turn has happened, and all the new, all the new announcements and finished boxes they they've shown already have got the, the, the plastic windows are back. So let's kick off. We've got um, a couple of Target exclusives to start. We've got the Darth Vader from Jewel's End, which looks fantastic. I haven't seen it obviously in the flesh, but. Just looking online, that that sculpt looks incredible of the of the, the helmet and the and the face. So it's it's Vader at the end of the jaw with when he's taking a bit of a beating of Kenobi. But yeah, it looks it looks really outstanding. I expect this is on your on your wish list, Dan. I'm sworn off Black Series, but yeah, I'll wait till I see that one in person. <laughs> yeah, that's looking pretty good. And also along sort of Target exclusive, you've got Commander Apo and the clone troopers. Who um, is also in Kenobi? I, don't, I haven't sort of had a look exactly where he is. But those two are Target exclusives, and then also with Obi Wan. So I guess this finishes out the Obi Wan run, which they've done 19 now. Uh, these next two will bring it to 19 in total for for Kenobi. So you've got Qui Gon Jinn, which is the Force Spirit. So they've done it in a similar style to the. The Jedi Spirits three pack they've just done with Anakin, Yoda, and Obi Wan, which I think is just about to ship. I think they they came in the sort of the retro Jedi packaging. This is just coming in a regular Black Series packaging, but they, it looks pretty good. They had the first three uh, at Celebration, so it seems to have this sort of mesh cloak they put on top. So I think they sort of a regular scalp, and then they put this sort of purple mesh on top, which gives it the sort of the ghost the ghost effect, which which does seem to work. I haven't seen them in in hand. Feels a little bit too purple. Maybe it should have been a bit of a lighter blue or to to give it a, a a proper film or like screen accurate view. But it's I think they look pretty good. And those the first three in the in the, the Jedi boxes look looked good. So you've got Qui Gon and then you've got Obi Wan as well. So that's from the end of end of Obi Wan the series as well. So he's coming packed. Uh, with lightsaber goggles, and he's got the T16 Skyhopper, which obviously ends up with Luke at the end. So yeah, this looks looks really good. The the, the sculpt looks fantastic, uh, and the accessories really look good. The likeness of Ewan is incredible. I know they're sort of getting the doing this by computer, but it, it is is spot on the, how this looks. So yeah, they are both available for September, and pre-orders are up. Now, then you have two, well, we've got the PulseCon exclusive, which is a Starkiller and two Stormtroopers. So this is, Hasbro PulseCon is on 22nd of September. 
So I don't know what the history of these are, or whether any of the sort of regular suppliers get these. I'm not sure, but well worth going to fandom.com. They've got a really good write-up of this set. So yeah, it comes with Starkiller, who has never actually been in any sort of the Star Wars movies or TV series, but he's a big fan favourite from the sort of multimedia universe. He's been included two two games. He's in novels, comics, various toy lines as well, and role-playing game supplement as well. So do you get him and two Stormtroopers? Um, I really like that. I love that game. I love both of those games, and I think that's a nice set. I just, I just don't like the price. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> no, I think I've got the sterling prices, but it's got 110, it's 111 dollars. Is where I found it on that fandom.com. I don't know if it's got a, a UK release or whether they ship these or not, but yeah, I think um, now they've got it on. I know they've got Pulse going, and the Hascon's gone on for a few years now. But I think now they've got Pulse, you will only be able to get this on Pulse. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that because I think the last one they did was the I mean, last year I'd done an emperor, vintage collection emperor with the window behind him I think it came with a Luke and a Vader as well yeah. in a box that was that was. I think maybe there was some stuff left at the end that went to some of the other retailers but to, off the bat you'll only be able to get this on Hasbro Pulse yeah so is that packaging similar to previous sort of um, I don't know if they've done Black Pulse. Series before. I can't remember. I know they've done they've done vintage collection stuff, and it's been in, in a fancy box. Um, yeah, so I've again, a, I've, not seen a, I've not seen a box like that before. Yeah, so I know. I, I guess it's an exclusive, but again, they're going completely. <laughs> oh, they've gone back to Windows. They've gone completely back. This is the first like coming in that same season with a with a box again. I guess it's the the set, but um, or whether that was all well and truly in the in the pipeline before they made the U turn, but um. Yeah, we shall see. So that that'd be interesting. That one's coming out. Then we go over to the San Diego Comic Con. The panel reveals holiday editions. Oh my god, I don't know what to say about all of these. I know. I don't think I was on the show when I listened to you guys talking about these before. They've just done. They're just doing Christmas this year. So obviously the Halloween ones previously haven't worked, but they've gone for it. They are doing. They've got six holiday specials and the sort of black series lined up um so they're obviously selling they've obviously worked incredibly well for them in the past so um and they're all u.s store exclusives as well as so i expect they will all filter through to other markets but you have got the holiday edition jawa and he's in a bright red santa outfit and he's coming with a salacious crown which is kind of just the first thing you look at it just reminds me of the grinch so that's a pretty bizarre, bizarre one. You've got a white Ewok with a green hood, and he's coming with a little white Porg, and there's a red gift box in that set. You've got a Mandalorian who is in bright blue and looks like the blue Power Ranger, and that's also coming with a little gold and Zealand figure. You've got a Purge Trooper, which is... I don't quite know how to describe that, but the first thing, it reminds me of those sort of German... You know, the really traditional German figures. I think they're based on, uh, is it the Nutcracker soldiers? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming with that. And that comes with, it's got like a tan colored mouse droid packed in with that. And then you've got KX cruelty droid, which is a sort of the K2SO style droid, but he's in all white and he's got sort of little green, red and green deco on his shoulders. And there's a little BD1 figure. 
that's coming on there. It's one of the press shots he's got him doing a handstand, and he's got the BD1 figure resting on his, or balancing on his foot, which is just pretty bizarre. And then you've got the Snowman Trooper, which um, has got to be the worst of the lot, which gives, is, is quite saying something, considering these are, are pretty out there. Um, Pete, Pete Stewart's going to be... <laughs> Army building Easter. What what ones have you pre-ordered, mate? If, if you haven't ordered the set. But this snowbear one is like it's like Wurzel Gummidge. He's got like a drawn on sort of like sort of carrot nose. It's just like what? Where are we going with these? But they're almost like there's six of them, and they obviously have work. They've done. Is this the third year they've done these? Yeah, I think Four. so. Stuart, Stuart's the expert but, on these. Come on, Stu, chip in. Yeah, because I well, they're fun. They're fun for Christmas. Mm. So you boys missed the point. You missed the point of it, right? You're you're slagging them off. I'm with you. I, I'm, with, I'm in camps too with this one. For, for something to get out at Christmas, <laughs> to decorate your house and make it Star Warsy, and just, just, I mean, they're just fun. Um, I like all of them. I think that Snow is the best one. Yeah, I think <laughs> the Snow is amazing. And the other one, the one which you sort of struggled to describe, you know, you said you think like it's slightly, you know, traditional German. I look at that and I think that Cheryl Cole video, uh, Fight for Your Love or whatever it was, she was wearing something similar to that in the back of my mind. She was wearing something very similar to that and it burned into my memory. No, I quite like this. I think the Jawa's quite sweet. Jawa's yeah. yeah, it's ticking all the boxes. Santa Coat, if you yeah. do this you Halloween... You go for the box set. You go for all, yeah. all six, you boys. Are you going to go for three each and share them each, like, alternative I, Christmas? I would definitely, definitely buy the um, Trooper because um, that helmet is just incredible. And the Jawa. And the um, Giza, you, you know, the um, little Trooper dressed in, like, the... Um, the Nutcracker ones. That Nutcracker, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Purge Trooper, that one is. Yeah, those those three should definitely be in your little setup for Christmas. I'm starting to build a little little collection up now at Christmas and uh, get very excited for Christmas just to get them back out. But you'll Isn't go it? stand in a minute and be like, oh, I don't like them. They're not the public screen accurate. You don't get <laughs> snowmen troopers in Star Wars, on it. you know. <laughs> that's why he's a <laughs> Um <laughs> Enjoy your edit, Dan. <laughs> I'm leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> but the fact there's there's six of them, they're clearly they are selling, clearly. They must be. But they've dropped Halloween, which is Halloween is enormous in the States and getting bigger worldwide, so you think Well we don't celebrate Halloween over here. So if I was setting up Halloween decorations then perhaps I would be, but I love Christmas and um I love joy and I love happiness. <laughs> and Come on in. What, what if we could all pick one, let's all pick one. What's our favourite? Let's go around then. Stuart, what's your favourite? It's a Hoff Trooper all day. Jez? Yeah, I think it's a Hoff Trooper. Yeah, Craig? Really sure. You haven't said much on these? The Jawa. I like the little Jawa. Oh, I, I'm I, with you, I'm I get with you it. on that. Yeah, I get these. They're an easy win for Hasbro. People like them. 
What about you, Pete? What's your favourite? I think just for the the tradition, I think I might go not the Nutcracker one, the Purge Trooper. I think that works. Right, so me and Craig are both getting the Jawa. Stuart and Jez are getting the Snowman. And uh, Pete's getting Cheryl Cole. The only one that's not doing it for me, in all honesty, Ashley too, is the Mandalorian Scout. I mean, how many times you can just repaint that thing is ridiculous, and that's not screaming Christmas to me. The K2SO's not much cop either, is he? No, no. But the other four, I think, are are must-haves in any Christmas nativity. Um, I'm going to get a Jawa, just to just to show you that I'm not completely cold-hearted, Stu. Well, I'm going to call it Stu. I'm going to call it Stu, and I'm going to call the monkey Jez. <laughs> get you out every Christmas. Right, after that little intermission, carry on, <laughs> carry on, Pete. <laughs> Should have saved them for last, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. What else have you got? So you've got, yeah, new sculpts. Obviously, we mentioned it already. The Sega series is is going to be merch heavy. So you've got TV series Acura, Harrison Doola, Sabine Wren, and Sega Tana. These look really good. So these are based on the the actors. Um, so this is, these are obviously I don't know the numbers, but I imagine these have probably been done many times before in the Black series. But these are going to be the first time. With the with the series accurate sculpts, they're all for, they're coming this autumn. Not for pre-order yet, but I'm sure it won't be won't be far off uh, until they're available for pre-order. Uh, there's also a pre-Vizsla coming from the Clone Wars. He's coming in October 23, so that's going to be in Clone Wars packaging. Um, what else have we got? We've got a new R2D2, which. I'm not quite sure if this is a new sculpt or not. It seems to be sort of like slightly conflicting views online uh, whether this is a brand new sculpt or not because they've got the one in the Return of the Jedi anniversary packaging which is coming this summer. So whether they're going to put the same figure back out. It's a rescaled R2. So there was the original R2 that was released way, way back at the very, I think it was in the very first wave of the four Black Series series and he was too, everyone was saying he was too small. He wasn't scaled right against the... Okay, so it's definitely a new sculpt. Yeah, but whether or not that one that was released for Return of the Jedi, it might be the rescaled one as well, but this is the first one in the kind of mainline series of boxes since that 2013 original sculpt that they've pretty much used for every R2 unit since then. Yeah, yeah. so it just just was hard to sort of get the the, the direct comparison on any of the photos that have been released as it stands. I think the Ahsoka's a repack of the Mandalorian one, isn't she? Oh, yeah, because it would be the same skull, wouldn't it? So, yeah, I respect the... I'm sure she'll have a costume change in the show a couple of times and they'll come up with some variations for that down the line. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have we got? Yeah, going slightly off the the figures, you've got the Sega Tano lightsaber and the role-playing. This looks pretty good. Premium lightsaber. Um, it's got a sort of design and deco based on the Sega's lightsaber. From the TV series, it's got advanced LEDs, entertainment-inspired sound effects, and yeah, that looks pretty good. So whether you need to get two of them or not, but uh, it's coming in at a whopping $250. Autumn 24, that's listed for, so it seems to be That's an early announcement on that one, so you have to wait every year. Get that when you get your when you get your ghost. You can have those two at the same time. We have some pipeline reveals. We've got a Fallen Order three pack. So again, more more gaming. This is an Amazon exclusive. You got Cal Kestis, Purge Trooper, and Second Sister. There's also the Droid Decker, which is 
the droids from the, the prequels, and then you have a two-pack for Hasbro Pulse, which is going to be the, the battle droid, B2 Super Battle Droid, and Geonosis C3PO, which is where he's got his head on... Well, the screenshot looks like he's got the head on the, the battle droid, which is... That's a weird one. To be the only thing that would get me to buy that is if it had a button on the back and you press and it said, it's a nightmare. I'd get it then, <laughs> but yeah, no, otherwise it's a no. Yeah, so they're all they're all popular reveals. There's screenshots of all of those online, but they're just the sort of the, the screen grabs from the from the movies. So yeah, I see it for Black Series, so quite a fair bit. Indeed. Shall we move on to Vintage Collection then? Yes, the rust, rustling paper. You're ready for us? <laughs> oh mate, this is amazing. You have to get a hot toy. <laughs> I'm so impressed. So impressed with the packaging alone. And it's not a waste. It's not, you know, environmentally um, unfriendly because this packaging in its own right is a work of art, which I'll keep forever and ever. It's um, it's truly wonderful. Right. OK. Vintage collection. It's all kicking off. It, it's quite quite exciting, really. We've had some disappointments in the past with uh, Black Christanton. But oh, no. Vintage collection. They uh, start off San Diego Comic Con, which has just been this weekend, just gone. It was one of their limited edition ones, which you're able to collect at the Hasbro Pulse booth. However, it was likely that there will be others available after the show. And they're looking at 39.99. So this is a boxed vintage collection in a really, really wonderful, yeah, sort of celebration style. Black Christanton designed a box with his with it with his bandoliers and all of the accessories there. There's clearly a lot of effort has gone into the packaging alone for this, but the mould, the sculpt, which is what we're all interested in, is uh, is pretty good really. Fourteen accessories, which when you use them all, it does I think make a, cheapens it slightly, uh, particularly sort of the pulse effects around the blaster, around the rifle. Uh, but uh, as a figure. £40, still a little bit pricey for a single vintage collection scale figure, I would say, but it's a very, very good one. Just, uh, before, I'm not going to do this on each and every one, but thirty nine ninety nine for a vintage collection standalone figure. What are your thoughts on that? I think, um, I think as, uh, the, the packaging on that is insane, and mm. how you'd ever display it with all that packaging and, and have the vigor, figure on show, you'd need a you know, a lot of real estate just to display all of that, the way it all unfolds. So, I don't know. I think they'll re- obviously they're going to re- release that as a regular figure. It probably won't have all the accessories, but I think I'd probably be happy to wait for the, for the, if I was going to get it, I'd wait for the standard release of it, to be honest with you. I'm maybe pay £10 less for it. Cause it's going to be a, they're going to have it as come, some kind of deluxe figure because of the size of it. So, sure. Yeah. The deluxe is already announced, isn't it? For that. That's what they've put it in one of those, you know, the, the little boxes with the the, the the cheaper ones, which are about sort of twenty twenty five quid, and it's coming out almost at the same time, so that just seems odd that they're that they're putting those out so close to each other. That little bit of text on the box is weird, isn't it? With the break from con- convention, where it says Chrysanthemum and it's written in a very yeah. kind of kind of graffiti yeah. style font. It just, you know, <laughs> it's I'm like he's to... autographed the box, isn't it? With <laughs> 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 his big furry paws. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole point of the vintage collection is it's supposed to look like the vintage stuff. I don't recall a kind of similar thing from back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. They should have done it like the Wampa. You know how they did that? I didn't like the sort of finish they put on that Wampa box, but they should have done that style. So you made it a slightly bigger box and you had the, the flap out the side. Might be nicer for this, but... But I think all, all things into consideration, you're right, Craig, it, it is kind of, apart from the 
you know, London Film and Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con style sort of scribble on it, autograph. Oh, quick, can you autograph my thing? Uh, it, it does look very, very vintage. I, I like the, some of the accessories which come with it. It's got a big sort of tankard with him because he, you know, he's a bit of a boozer. But I think, yeah, it looks alright. Looks alright. I don't have any vintage collection which aren't the regular carded figures. Maybe something like this would get added into my collection. It's not a no from me, which is unusual. And we move on, right? So we're going to move on. Uh, additional vintage collection. It was revealed the Jabba the Hutt playset, complete with delicious crumb, 88, and some accessories, which include soft good pillows, etc. So, yeah, reasonable amount of stuff coming in. And you'd expect that because... Price-wise, I don't know if you guys have seen this. So it's a vintage collection Jabba, which is just effectively a repaint of the uh, Haslab Sail Barge set one. So, you know, we've seen this before. Reasonable. It's in the scale of uh, three and three-quarter inch scale Jabba. 89.99. You know, it's really starting to go up a little bit, you know. Mm. Start thinking about payment plans on wonderful hot toys. Well, do you remember uh, they recently put out, it was the... Um from the book of Boba Fett, the Jabba the Hutt or Jabba the Hutt's palace playset that came with the dais, but it had the throne for Boba Fett to sit on it. it had all the little cups and blankets and the the, the kind of spit roses that's behind Jabba the Hutt. And and you kind of, if you want the, the the kind of the return of the Jedi version of that set, you've got to get this to be able to re, to park him in that set to make it the return of the Jedi. Which yeah. if you bought that and this, you're looking at the the thick end of three hundred quid. At, at retail price, mm. so yeah, it's a lot of a lot of money to put that together. Considering the Razor Crest was only three fifty, it's, it's a it's a tall order. Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's 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 been a better looking modern Jabba the Hut than that one. It does look like the it's pretty screen screen accurate for a vintage collection figure. The vintage collection slavery has just gone up even further in price once this gets out. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Okay, yeah, so. But more from my point of view, this is where this is where the fun begins. Is San Diego Comic Con Hasbro panel reveals of upcoming carded vintage collections. So you've got Sabine Wren. Where's Sabine? Where's Sabine? Well, she's coming on an Ahsoka card. So not on the Rebels card, but on an Ahsoka card uh, deluxe in the uh, winter of 2023. So later on this year, we're going to be getting Sabine Wren. We're also going to be getting Ahsoka Tano on an Ahsoka card. And uh, again, that's also going to be coming towards the end of the year. So that's great. So from my point of view, trying to collect all the different logos on these cards, I've got a new one with Soka, so I've got a choice of two there. And I don't need to get the Ghost to get a Rebels carded figure because the big man, Grand Admiral Thrawn, has got a Rebels card. So this is going to be a hugely popular one. Grand Admiral Thorn on a Rebels card. So that's coming out at the end of the year as well. And uh, you've got Pre Vizsla again, uh, Clone Wars this time, VC 299, Spring 2024. So this time Pre Vizsla on a Clone Wars card. And then Knights of the Old Republic. Exciting to see a, uh, uh, a logo of this on the card of figure. So this is Darth Revan. And, uh, yeah, another one, spring 2024. So, yeah, really building them out there. So, yeah, some, some pretty big hitters, I would say. Yeah. Darth Revan's having a moment, isn't he? I think he's, I think he's going to be a mm. Mark ornament. Wait till they make a hot toy out of him. <laughs> and then, right, more vintage collection, the troop builders. So you've got an Imperial Officers set, which is coming out at the end of this year. 
Yeah, all sorts of imperial officers. So, yeah, when you look at this set, so it's sort of, you know, your standard white boxed set with uh, four officers. Um, what I'm seeing here is very various poses you can imagine, but with without hats. Uh, so you've got three predominantly in the grey and one in what we're seeing more and more on the on the TV shows of your of your white tunicked officer. So yeah, nice little what they call troop builders. But then it's the vintage collection pipeline reveals. So just quite simply, they showed a few more things coming up. So again, axe walls, Mandalorian commander, Mandalorian, another Grogu, Finn. Andor from Rogue One, Clone Trooper, and Count Dooku. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, Finn's come out of a bit of left field, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've done Finn on a vintage collection card. I mean, I know that they've not done a lot of um, sequel trilogy stuff, but yeah, they had a couple of Rays, Kylo Ren, some other random troops, but yeah, he's, that's the first time they've done him on a vintage collection card. So... Back to Craig now with the retro collection. Yes, Dan, another wave of retro Jedi figures while we're still in the 40th anniversary year, although this time it's in one of those box sets like they did the two Star Wars sets recently. And it's an interesting mix. So the, the box set comes with a Gamorrean Guard, Emperor's Royal Guard, Akbar, Wicket, Yak Face, and the pick for me, a vintage style. Mon Mothma. They are writing that wrong uh, with a vintage style Mon Mothma, which I think is great. Sneaking her in there is a bit of a pain for people like me who might just be collecting the ones they never did. Um, but it's it's kind of nice to think that an actual Kenner vintage yak face might put a dent in the sales of people like Stan Solo who are counterfeiting these desirable figures so I think that's I think that's quite interesting so we thought so well if you want to go and buy that box set I reckon you could buy it take the uh, take her out of it and then sell the rack face for what you probably pay for the rest of the set because <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people will be after um, most certainly just, yeah you could, you, I can see that being quite a valuable figure it always, it always seems I mean even the vintage collection of ones they've released it seemed to Seems to take a jump in value just because people seem to they've got this mystique around Yak Face. Yeah, yeah. It does he does have that that uh, certain something? Um, but they've also re- revealed some pipeline figures. There's things that they're going to tackle next, and I think this. Is, I'm I'm excited for this, this one. I think this is really great. interesting. So they're all from Episode One. So they've got Qui Gon and Obi Wan, Darth Maul, which I think would look amazing in a, a kind of retro vintage style battle droid which I'm thinking kind of um, 8d8 kind of feel to him maybe Jar Jar and Queen Amidala I think the image they've shown is the is the throne room with the big kind of curvy kind of half moon kind of hairdo which I think would be perfect for, for vintage style so yeah I'm, I'm all in for those I think they're going to be really interesting to see what they do with them and where they go with that as well. And they tackle the, the the prequels and sequels and, you know, where they end up with it. Even back in 99, when they released those, those episode one car back then, I know there's people really nostalgic for that now. That's what they grew up with. But when they released that and they never released them on vintage card backs, I was, I was, I was, I was devastated. I thought, oh, I'm not going to buy any. And I bought any, hardly any episode one figures, but I'd buy that whole set. And would you keep them carded for that reason? 
No, because they'll be on those retro. I've I've opened all my retro collection stuff up for the most part. Yeah. So I probably I probably haven't displayed. Certainly, if they're going to carry on and do the other prequels. Yeah. What, what, what do you reckon to those, Stu? That's got to be you've got to be on those, haven't you? Yeah, they are great, aren't they? They are great. It's a shame there's not an Anakin, but little, little Anakin, yeah. Yeah, he was quite central to episode one, wasn't he? Uh, just, uh, yeah. I think they could have uh, put him in as well. Although saying that, you wouldn't have cut any of that lot out, which they've chosen. It's all vital to that film. Maybe they needed a um, um, Sal Bivo as well. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what what Jar Jar looks like in retro form. I would love. I'd love a Jar Jar hot toy. I would just love it. I mean, I can't believe they haven't done it. Everyone would Not be all yet. over that. Not yet. It might happen. Yeah, Anakin, Anakin will end up as an exclusive on that, I reckon, when they do those. He'll, It'll he'll be appear. the monopoly set or something. Yeah, I don't think they can do those six without doing him. He's the standout that's that's missing, yeah. Actually, with a pet droid, maybe. Any, any interest in those, Pete? Is, is you, retro collection? Does that do anything for you when it's re? When I, it's I do. I do like them. I bought a couple. The 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 Jedi set is really nice. I do like that and have Mon Mothma in there. They they they're totally on the on it there. What they what they're doing. The Queen Amidala in this will be good because I don't think they've ever done that as a vintage collection figure, have they? That the throne room costume mm. in the red. I think you can only get that as a. An original episode one figure, from what I, from what I believe, but uh, maybe wrong. Now they do look good, and when they come out, they do look, they do look fantastic. I haven't bought into many of them, but we've got the book of Boba Fett set to still to come to appear, haven't we? As well, so. Yeah, they've not got enough a pre-order yet. I'll, I've been keeping an eye out for those. I will jump on those as soon as I see them. Remember, last year, the Obi Wan ones, I saw them in Forbidden Planet around August, so I'm guessing it's going to be any time now that uh, they're going to appear. But there was no pre-orders on them, which was strange. No, where's the price out on these? Because they they've, they've crept up to. Well, they've not even got pictures of the figures yet. They're just pipeline reveals, so don't even know when they're going to come out. But on the next wave, they they got to sort of fourteen, fifty quid, fifteen quid, haven't they on these? Oh, what per figure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you hold out, I mean, the the the, the Obi One figures, they were knocking them out at Christmas for. I think you could buy yes. them cheap, like twenty yeah. quid for a box. Yeah. Them, they? you got a box them, didn't you? Yeah. It's direction and in demand yeah. for knocking them out. Yeah, so if you can hold your nerve, maybe yeah, wait until the sales. They might um might get them a bit cheaper. Very good, very good. How are you getting on with that hot toy, Jez? Sorry, mate, for the delay. I was just having a play with my hot toy. <laughs> I have to tell you, I've just actually spent a little while recording the face because it's so unbelievably good. I was holding it in my hand. I've not even got out of the base or changed any of the arms or the hands up and any batteries or done anything like that. I've just got the regular figure, which comes with the, it comes with, you know, different eyeballs. It comes with different types of hairstyles. But just looking at it really, really close to me, it wouldn't have surprised me if this thing had just started talking to me like it was real. It looks that good. Dan, you've done an unboxing, which I've not had the time to watch yet. But you've seen this. How good is this face detail? Yeah. What head? What, what hair have you got? Have you got the wet look hair or the the regular hair? There's sort of one which comes with it, which is like the wet look, I believe. Oh, okay. Not, well, yeah. Yeah. I've not got the other one out oh, yet. It's, it's amazing, mate. It's you can see the pores in his skin. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It. I. I am so so impressed with this, and. 
you know, as a Star Wars fan, we need, we need to embrace all sort of different things. And what I've paid for this, including sort of VAT delivery, is is less now than people are paying for a sort of regular carded Kenner figure or, or, or you know, from a vintage line, you know, or Palatoy or what have you. For me, this already, I'm, I'm just super nervous about breaking it because the first thing it says in the instruction book is to take off the regular right arm and put on the the right arm which has got batteries built in so you can charge up and light the lightsaber and stuff and and it's just saying oh yeah simply undo the cuff buttons follow the indicated sequence and bend the forearm slightly backwards to detach the normal right forearm now in my luck i'll um I'll break it. Is it easy to break these things? You guys have probably. Well, you come with extra pegs. So if you look in the box, there's extra pegs to, 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 if you do break the peg, there are extras in the box. I think on the, in the tray, there's some in the middle. They're like little balls with, with two little plastic fobs that stick off them. So you don't, don't get to, but unless you want that lightsaber lit up, I wouldn't bother putting that other arm on. I don't. I don't bother anymore. I did it with the Vader and I didn't, I don't switch it on often enough to warrant doing it. And then you've got to worry about the batteries leaking and all the rest of it. So unless you're planning to have a lit up load, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry. That's a, that's a fair point. It's my first hot toy. Mate, I'm going to do all the bells and whistles. I'm, I'm going to do absolutely everything, right? I think the stand lights up. I'm going to, I'm going to really, really kick the backside out of this. And, and I don't like the wavy lightsaber look so much. Um, but oh yeah, this, this is, Absolutely brilliant. Sorry, you were going to ask me a question. I'll ask the question to you, Jez. Oh, here we go. Oh, go could, you, could you imagine being a Star Wars fan and being a modern toy podcaster and yeah. not having a hot toy in this day and age? Not now. Not now. Absolutely not. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe who would... I mean, I know all of us lot have got one because we're all <laughs> modern podcasters oh, with hot yeah. toys. Um, yeah, just imagine, hey? Just imagine. <laughs> Which one again, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I'm on the cusp, though. I'm on the cusp. I'm on the cusp. I hear. There's a rumour going around. I'm on the cusp. Yeah. Not sure yet. Not sure. Still pondering. You were interested in the armour off Martin Woodgate. I like the armour, yeah. That one's good. And what was the, um, the droid? Short circuit, droid five? <laughs> No, you had it. You've got it. The all black, red eyes. Oh, so, Dark Trooper. Yeah, dark get that one. Trooper. Get that one and the armourer. Yeah. So, the armourer's yeah, good price on Sideshow now. It's down about 160 quid. Ah. So, yeah, they're the two I'm on the cusp of. Right, help us, Craig. Get us back on track. Give us some Geeky Tiki. Okay, so our friends at uh, Geeky Tiki went all out, I think, this year for San Diego Comic-Con with a whole load of product that was centred around another collaboration with the artist Shag which Beeline CEO Brandon teased on our Christmas show last year if if you saw that so there was a new a lower shirt design that, that Shag had done a lovely set of Max Rebo and Ula highball cocktail tumblers which I'm sure Stu would be all over for his bar four Jedi themed coasters in the same style but the, the crowning piece of the stuff they had in San Diego was this new designer Jabba the Hutt tiki mug that um, comes with a metal uh, salacious crumb swizzle stick. It's just a design that, that's clearly inspired by those wooden tiki masks and it just works so well. I know there's a, there's a geeky tiki's Jabba out there already but this is the shag uh, interpretation. 
and he was also there as an artist in his own right debuting a new print called Carcoon Clash I don't know whether any of you saw that but that was pretty cool but this mug is just it's just great it's limited to 250 I believe and now the show's over it's it's available for pre-order on their website for $250 which sounds like a hell of a lot of money for you know a, a ceramic mug but you've got to think in terms of these being art pieces you know there's an artist's name uh, attached to these things in terms of that collaboration the packaging is beautiful it's a beautiful thing so I think these things are certainly above the main line of, of, of their products as, as kind of investment pieces but they just keep their value I mean I think they have found a kind of 20 or so kind of artist proofs of the, his first uh, range of, of mugs which they were selling as a set for yeah I, I you know I'm a big fan of these things you, you know I am so they're available on the Geeky Tiki's website due to ship in November uh, this year just in time for Christmas drinks but as often with these things their license doesn't extend to kind of shipping them outside of the country I did check Toink to see if they had any to see if you could get them through that route because they do ship worldwide because they're, they're they're retailer they're not they're not the sort of actual company producing these things and again they're not they're not uh, they're not on there as yet they may well eventually find their way there but interestingly what was there was a lot more of the recent products that we've discussed on past shows so things like the Dewback and that Tie Fighter that you you brought back from the states you can all get that now on on, on Tongue. Yeah, that's where I ordered them from when I was out from Twink, when I was out in the States and I got it delivered to where I was staying. I did look at getting them shipped to the UK, but I think it was like, it was the, it was whatever the price was, was it $90 for the TIE Fighter is another $90 to get it over. And then are you going to get stung with customs fees on top of that? So it's still not really a cost efficient way of, of getting it. They will, they will do it, but you're still paying mm-hmm. a lot to get them over. But, you know, I watched their feeds over the weekend and, and you know, <laughs> one, they look to be having a great time, too. Mm. The products are just great and it's just, you know, tantalising that we can't really get our hands on them unless we've got friendly people in the yeah. in the US. To, to they showed off the, that, that, that's the, um, uh, the Slave One was coming up quite a bit in my feed. Yeah, Slave One. That, that he showed off to us at Christmas. I think that was, a, was that, a, um, they weren't at celebration, were they? What no, Tonk were there. Tonk were there with, with some of the newest. Right. But yeah, it's 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 a shame we can't get our hands on them. But it's nice that they exist. They make me smile. Like, yeah, I think they're great. And onwards to Lego, Peter. What, what What's happening in the world of Lego? A fair bit, as usual. They're not missing out on Ahsoka either, as you'd expect. So their first, so one of their major releases is The Ghost. This looks pretty cool, and it's coming in at affordable, I guess, if you're looking at this stuff, at £149, coming in September, so they've got, you can actually get your finished finished ghost in hand in September, so perfect timing for the series. comes with the Phantom 2, also four Lego minifigures, you've got uh, General Hera Syndulla, Lieutenant Beta, Jason, Jake and Syndulla, and First Officer Hawkins, plus a, you've got a chopper droid figure as well so yeah it's 1394 pieces so yeah these look this looks very saleable doesn't it and the timing is absolutely perfect you can see these flying through the autumn and for christmas so i think it's been done once before in 2014 
with 929 pieces in that set. So they've, they've upped the detail. Uh, I think they've upped the size a little bit as well. So yeah, this looks, this looks good. You have got these new mechs. I think you've pronounced that. They've got Vader, a Stormtrooper and Boba Fett. So these are, these are sort of a style of figure that Lego have done a lot of in the past. I thought these were sort of new to Lego, but look at them up there's there's a there's a big back catalogue of them on various other They do it a lot with Marvel, don't they? They give them Yeah, loads of Marvel. Uh, and that Lego, that ninja range, they seem to they seem to do a lot of them. And just sort of looking at a bit of the, the, the chat online, it the I think the initial reaction to this announcement was was really negative, but I think now people have, have seen them and seen the sort of packaging that people are maybe coming around a little bit more to them. My son they, loves um, these sets. These are to, these aren't collected. They're, they're to play with, and he loves all of his Marvel ones. He's always got them out on the floor, playing with them, fighting, smashing them into each other. That's exactly what they're for. Yeah, so they look they look quite fun. There's a sort of talking about this sort of this, the Lego Builder app where you can mix them with sort of three D. And obviously get them onto your, your tablet or whatever. So whether that there's a sort of a computer element to these as well, but they're fantastic price point, twelve ninety nine. That is pretty good. Yeah, twelve centimeters high. They, they remind me of remember those Super Shogun figures they did yes. a they did a Boba Fett and a Stormtrooper. Remember those are quite big. Yeah. Uh, they've got that sort of look to them, and there's obviously you can get those. You get like a mini Boba Fett, a mini Vader, and a mini Stormtrooper. Now, how much are they going for now? So these are twelve ninety nine. You get those included. I can see these doing quite well, and they're obviously working for Lego because they've got so many other brands. I'm surprised they've waited so long to actually get them on the on the Star Wars. You have got the Vin Four base. Uh, this looks really good. If I'm in the Lego store and it's sunny, I may even pull the pull the trigger on this one myself. These look great. You've got the detailed command room, pilot briefing room, metal ceremony stage. There's a in there. You've got the elevator watchtower. There's a Y-wing, pretty detailed. You've got the service car as well, which you see sort of roaming around. Yeah, before. So even just for the watchtower, I think this is this is worth it. That looks fantastic. It's also come with ten minifigures, eight of which I believe are exclusive, which is is quite something. That's quite extraordinary for a for a Lego set. So yeah, I think this looks fantastic. Really iconic set, and I'm surprised they've never done it. I'm surprised they've sort of waited so long to get to to Yavin. Next, you have this back. Oh God! Have you all seen this? Have you all seen this? How did this get past Lego? quality control and how did it get past Lucasfilm quality control and actually make it to market because I think it's almost out there isn't it I think it's not far what date have we got on this it's shocking it reminds me of uh, you know the rock monster in um, Never Ending Story that's where I sort of went with it it's, it's just bizarre we've had terrible black chrysanthemums in the last couple of years and now we've got we've got this yeah Jared, chime in on this one mate I want to know your thoughts on this <laughs> have you pre-ordered this or what 180 quid <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's 2,319 pieces. It's 18 inches tall, so it's enormous. Quote from the Lego site, it's buildable Star Wars character designed to make a big visual impact. It's like, yeah, it certainly will, but not not in a good way. I can't believe they got it so wrong on the face. I applaud its ambition. What a what a brave thing to tackle in, in plastic Lego bricks, that fur at that scale, I just think. <laughs> <laughs> Props to for trying, you know. You are too kind. <laughs> I think, but it could have, but like the the the, the bandolier and the, the belt and uh, look good, but it's just 
know. I just haven't got that head right. They just... That's, yeah, the, the body's not yeah. horrible. I'd like to see the misses. I'd like to see what got rejected. Yeah, it just seems to be the head. It's a, it looks like he's like two sets of eyes. I don't know what's going on there. They tried to do that. Didn't they do Grogu a while ago? And that was that similar feel. They had that kind of, like you say, that rock monster. Kind yeah. of, you know, clearly made of bricks. But, yeah, it's just not. Some things work, some things don't. On the Lego website, one of the uh, photos is of maybe a model, maybe the sculptor. I don't know. But it's a, it's a gentleman who's holding this thing in his hands, cradling it, looking at it lovingly, like it's a newborn child or something like that. I just want to know what he's thinking. Is he just thinking, I'm being paid to look at this absolute honking piece of rubbish, or I'm really proud of that? Or is he just you know, thinking, what, what's on telly this afternoon? He looks... He looks a bit like a young George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. He's like Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got this sort of vacant look about him. So, yeah. Maybe in, when you've got it in front of you and it's in three dimensions, it looks better than it does in two. I don't know. But yeah, certainly not for me. It looks better in the picture on the box. No. What do you mean, no? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, it's just funny. Everything looks good on those boxes. On that black star boxes, everything looks good. For an extra 30 quid, you could have that land speeder. uh, Which. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go, don't you? Yeah, it's not for me. No. So, yeah, finishing it out, you've got the the Yoda's Jedi Starfighter. Not an odd choice for this sort of timing, this sort of offering, but. um, I think that's also been done, been done before as well. I think it's a re, a re-sculpt on that. So that's for August 23. You've got the Advent Calendar, which is the sort of the, the, the annual favourite. You've got 320 pieces and you use a little small build in there. Uh, you've got an Ahsoka Clone Trooper battle pack with four minifigures in there. That's kind of 18.99 for August. And again, sort of on the, the Ahsoka merch trail you've got the t6 jedi shuttle which uh, so in addition to the ghost you're going to get this one as well it comes with four minifigures ahsoka sabine professor hu young and marok it just looks a little boring i don't know why but it just it just doesn't sort of do it for me looking at this but it's it's there and i guess there to, to get this one out there as one and then you've also got a new Republic E-Wing versus Shimhati Starfighter. So um, I think the E-Wing appears in the trailer. I think that got everyone excited. So that's obviously going to be appearing in the in the TV series as well. So. Yeah, the standout, I think, is the Yavin set. The Chewbacca is just outstanding for very many, many reasons. <laughs> Good showing from Lego. So, Jez, you've been playing with a hot toy all night. Mm-hmm. It's now time to talk about them. <laughs> Yep, it's all going well. I've had a slight disaster, actually, and that's because I, I did this before, last time we were recording, I've accidentally knocked my Slave 1 Lego off the uh, desk in my excitement, so I'm going to enjoy a rebuild on that later on this week. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, hot toy. Amazing. This is this is going well. I need to uh, have a screwdriver in my hand, and after spending all this money and getting all these bits and extra hands, which I'm never going to attach after the initial night, it doesn't come with a tiny little screwdriver, which is a little bit annoying, I've got to be honest with you. And it also doesn't come with the cables to plug it into the electric, which is a little bit annoying. 
I was expecting. All I needed to do was to open it and have some excitement and energy. Is that usual? Is it you? You uh, you don't get cables and stuff with it. Hey, I've not had one with USB with a USB cable before. Um, okay. Like a USB light up feature. So that base is the first thing I've had with a USB light up. Ah, right. Okay. But yeah, you're right. It doesn't, does it? I thought I'd left it in the box because I'd set it all up and then decided to plug it in and thought, oh, I'll just use one that I've got laying around. But yeah, no, it doesn't come with one. And um, now I need to go and find a little micro screwdriver. But it's fine. It's all good. And uh, yeah, it's looking amazing. And what else is looking amazing? So Hot Toys have revealed IG12 on their Facebook page. So you see IG12. This one comes with, well, something a little bit different. So from the Mandalorian, this one comes with the uh, Grogu built into it. Right. So it's a slightly sort of niche one from that particular uh, episode. And yeah, IG-12 with the Grogu built in. And this is the one where you get the, uh, the little yes, no, where Grogu was able to communicate with uh, with our Mandalorian. So they've included this sound effect in the figure. So you can just, yeah, whilst having a, a pretty cool looking figure, you can irritate people with yes or no sound effects. As you'd expect, this is a tall uh, figure uh, scaled in at 36 centimetres, 14 inches. And it's got the Grogu. Yeah, it's got some food accessories. And it's got one Anzellian Joydsmith, a.k.a. Babu Frick. Yay! With interchangeable arms and a figure stand. So, yeah, it's cool. It's going to look great. Um, there's a second version as well, which actually has three of those Anzellian Joydsmiths, or Babu Frick and a couple of buddies. And it also comes with Grogu's Pram, an energy shield, a new shoulder patch for Bo-Katan, and a uh, remnant shield, a jetpack, and baton for Din Djarin, and uh, a heated blaster for Pans Vizsla. So there you go. Get the special edition, and then you kind of, you, you want to go and get all those other figures, which I'm sure you would have already got in advance. But that's the thing, isn't it? So normally they'd re-release, that, that Paz Vizsla has just been re-released with mm. some extra bits and pieces. The fact they've kind of done this accessory pack that lets you upgrade all of your existing figures to Mandalorian mm. season three is a bit of a surprise normally they just re-release the figure but they clearly decided not to do that which is good yeah. right? so just buy this one yeah well, maybe it's maybe it's because people are like yeah I want to get my I want to get my Bo-Katan I want to get my Din Djarin, I want to get my Paz and possibly because this was such a sort of not a minor part but let's face it, you know, it was a little bit of a minor part in, in season three of Mandalorian. Maybe they're just saying, not sure if this one's going to sell. So let's bulk it out with some extra bits, which the uh, hot toy junkies will want. So that way we'll shift this, you know, that, you know, that's maybe me being over cynical. No, no, you're probably right. I mean, the IG-11 has been out a couple of years now and I think you can still get him. So... Mm. I think, yeah, it, it looks pretty good though. It looks pretty good. This could be the one for Peter. And, uh, also comes with a mouse droid. So you get a long, lot of bang for your buck if you get the special edition one. But just to have a hot toy with yes or no sounds. I'm not sure. Is that the first hot toy with sounds like that or, or vocal with words? That's why I haven't got any that make any sounds. You, Stu? Stuart's making a sound when they fall off the top of his detolts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have uh, scream. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, uh, no, I don't think I've got one that makes a noise. Mm. Yeah, so it looks all right. It looks all right. It's hot toy. It's going to be great. Excellent value for money. And then what else did we get? So the had uh, Sideshow Con. 
Sideshow Con, awesome. 2023, new hot toy Star Wars reveals. There's six of them, really. So we've got what they're calling the covert Mandalorian female and the covert Mandalorian male. To me, after now having seen Din, you know, building out his his armour through the series, I look at these and I'm like, they just look a bit naff. They just look a bit like cosplayers. No disrespect. Right, you know, don't don't start writing in, you know, don't at me. But I'm just saying that they're um yeah, they they're just extra characters in the background, aren't they? So not sure how popular these will be, but there we go. Covert Mandalorian female and male. But it's the Anzelian Joyce myth, which I'm quite excited about because this is a life size yeah, life size little babu frick, which is just yeah, quite a quite a one of my favourite characters of Rise of I Skywalker. Think, I think he could be your new Star Wars double. <laughs> I can see you You're with right. your little welding hat on at work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> little saggy bosoms. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, wasting away biceps. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, means well. Sometimes some people find it difficult to understand what he's saying. You're right. It could be my doppelganger. Absolutely. We're going to move on to the slightly more exciting ones because I really like this. The Sand Trooper and the Dewback. I think that's probably one of our favourites collectively. I think it just looks great. I think the, uh, I think they've nailed it. I think the, uh, the Dewback looks really, really good. And yeah, there's something about that. I think, I think they've done really well. That's your question. I, is. I am warm into it. Yeah. Go on. Ask me the question. So I love this. Okay. I yeah. will be all over that. I think it's amazing, but. Go back three or four modern ways. Blurg, blurg. That's why I said I'm warm. Looks like just a giant lump Lump of brown. What's the difference between this looking like a giant lump of green? Yeah. And your blurg, they're both similar sorts of shapes. Um, I know the blurg's on two legs, but... I um, I knew that you were going to ask me that. That's why I preempted it with, I'm warming to it. What's the difference? This looks awesome. So you're this warm is... into a blurg, are you? Yeah, I am warm into a blurg. You know, you, you can melt this heart of stone. I am warm into a blurg. But this looks the business, you know, with his gingivitis and everything. It looks really, really good. It looks it looks the business. I like it. I like it a lot. And I also like the armourer. I think, I think the armourer looks really well done. And then we move on to R5-D4 with Mousetroid. So, yeah, some nice reveals coming up there. So the first two, not overly worried about. My doppelganger, yeah, looking cool. But the Sand Trooper, G-Bag, Armourer and R5-D4, um, I think, look really, really good. Really good. It's odd that the R5-D4 was still... That was revealed... Well, there was an, a version of R5-D4, I think, for Book of Boba mm. Fett that came with oh. the... Droid. Yeah, no, it wasn't mad. It was a book of Boba Fett because it had the one with the little droid yeah, that sits on had the pit droid out of um, Pele, Pele things. That, yeah, shop. I'm sure that was a couple of year and a half ago when Boba, book of Boba Fett. Whatever, you know. You've so now they've really. Mm, it's still on um, sideshow. One sec, because yeah. I'm sure it's Mando. Oh, okay, it's got to be right. Well, I'm going to prove it. If I don't, <laughs> if I don't respond, it means I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's strange that they've got this version. I'm assuming it's going to have like the rockets or something because he flew in Mando season three. And the armourer, I think she's just got a back- backpack accessory, if I'm not mistaken. So they just seem to odd two to re release so, oh, so soon. Mate. You're right. It's the Mando episode of Book of Boba Fett. Oh, 
But yeah. why wouldn't you go for this R5D4? Because it comes with a pit droid as well. Mm. No. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't know what the price differences are, but it's strange they've done that. I can't work it out. And neither can anyone else, because there's been quite a few comments on <laughs> groups I'm in, but there you go. We digress. But they they look great. I'm looking at this one now. I'm starting to build it, put it on a space. It's outstanding, fellas. Everyone needs a hot toy somewhere on a bookshelf, on a computer desk. It's going to look great in Peter's room. But then, Sideshow Con, day two, even more reveals. So you have a life-size Grogu. A life-size Grogu with Pram. And you look at it, and uh, yeah... It does look good. And then, just out of sort of out left field, Death Star Trooper with detention block console. I just want to ask you uh, what your thoughts are on this chap. I really because liked him when I first saw it. I love the console and I love the yeah. helmet. I mean, the bloke I could take or leave, but... Yeah, yeah, the bloke, I think the bloke, because we don't recognise that face because it's not, say, Admiral Motti or, or, you know, one of the Imperials who we know... It's just, you know, a generic Imperial officer, but they've given him such amazing attention to detail. I mean, I'm looking at it now and it looks real. It looks like a photograph. It looks perfect, but I don't recognise that as a face. That's why I might... Have to go is, back and watch A New Hope, isn't it? Because this is from A New Hope, isn't it? So yeah, you have to go back and watch it, mate, and see it. Because it'll but, guarantee it's modelled off someone. Oh, yeah. But you, when you look at... It's even like Lee Ward, right, who's from... Um, Again, the Battle of Robots. He is all over Imperials, and people have got some amazing displays and dioramas of hot toy Imperials, and this will fit right in. Mm. Yeah, it looks great. The console looks brilliant. I love it. I think it's going to be great. You just then think, right, okay, so what else are we going to get? Uh, you know, what else can go in that in that area? So that that's good. But the exciting one, the really good one which I'm going to bring Dan in, because, I, I, Dan, I think you've got even more information on this one. This is is the Anakin with real hair. Real hair. Real hair in inverted commas. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying someone else's hair. Is this, you know, someone someone has quite literally lopped off their hair and given it to uh, to Hot Toys, Toys. Sideshow, and then they're honking it to us? I hope so. Really? This is... I mean, I look at it and it looks fantastic. The hair looks great, says the bold guy. It look, looks really good. They're, they're describing it as their artisan series. So this is um, a, a toy show exclusive. So it's not... I don't know how these work, because I think in past years we had, we've had the armour, because that was originally one of the, the, the these toy show exclusive. And then last year, there were some of those chrome troopers. Remember, we all slagged them off on our year roundup. We were talking about some of those yeah. chromed troopers and this year they've, they're doing this they're also doing i know it's not styles but they're doing a heath ledger joker with real hair but they look amazing they are on pre-order on a number of the hong kong websites it is a limited edition i've, I've seen two numbers i've seen 800 and i've seen 2000 so we'll just have to wait and see what that ends up being and i know that ian's trying to get his hands on some and a few of the other uk retailers but yeah they are limited on Toys Wonderland, they're either 416 or 316, whether you opt for the first or the second batch. So if you want it early and before everyone else, you have to pay an extra 100 quid. But if you're prepared to wait a little bit longer, you can get it for 316 plus postage. But yeah, I've pulled the trigger on it. I think it looks amazing. I've got Padme pre-ordered. I know it's the the Attack of the Clones Padme, but 
who cares? Um, but this will look great alongside it, and I think it's great. Brilliant. Just in time for Revenge of the Sith 30th, so it's due out the end of next year. 30th? 20th? Yeah, so some cracking pieces from Hard Toys really, really knocking out of the park. Yeah, exciting times. What do you think about Anakin, Pete? I'm still trying to get over the real hair. I believe it's wool. Like a hair farm somewhere, they're, they're just sort of growing hair. It's wool. Okay. They're growing it on sheep. <laughs> it's like it's a new thing. There's real, real wool. Yeah, where will they think of next? <laughs> Hot Toys aren't the only people who license these movies and do stuff. A lot of them, you know, there's a lot of different um, businesses buying up these licenses and releasing six-scale figures. Um, and the hair's... They've been trying to do that on a number of figures for years, but this is the first time I think Hot Toys have done it. And you know, if it's as good as it looks in the pictures, it'll be amazing. There's a lot of people online saying, oh, well, is it going to sit in the box and you're going to open it and you're going to have to spend two hours combing it and getting it in the right shape, but let's see what happens. I'm, I'm game. could be amazing. Yeah, um, we get the layer, the layer comb, get the layer comb and brush and mirror and the little sort of the booklet and have to do <laughs> space puffs and stuff. It, that is exactly what Grant said. I sent Grant a picture to try and tempt him with it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not a barber." I want a two-hour real-time unboxing <laughs> of Dan combing his little dolly's hair. I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Very good. You, what are you buying out of that lot, Stu? You've got to be. In, you've got to be putting some pre-orders down. Um. Hmm. I. Mm, I would be all over the Jubak without a doubt, and I. Probably the detention block console. I think that's nice, cool. different. Mm. Especially if it's lit well. Oh, detention block sale. Oh, I thought mm. you'd be on for the Anakin to go up against Dooku. <laughs> but I've already got an Anakin on his stat. And oh, I don't yeah. want loads of the same yeah. thing. Gotcha. It does, it does look amazing. I mean, they're all amazing. I've been Phoenix Shand tonight while I've been sitting here. They're just incredible, aren't they? They are incredible. Pete, come on, Pete. What, you, what if you had to get one? What would you get out of that lot? We're going to we're going to do this before Christmas. <laughs> out of all of them, probably the Babu Frick. I reckon that might be quite fun to get. Life-size Babu Frick. Life-size Jez. I did not like get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Out before Christmas, um, Pete. So we might need to look elsewhere. Well, you've got pre-order in. I can go with a pre-order. What about you, Craig? You you up for any of those? Um, probably not at the minute. I mean, I'm always impressed by them, but, you know, I have to factor in space. I have to be practical these days. I'm, it's one in, one out in my house. Nice work, I'll give them that, but Grogu is too young to operate heavy machinery. No. What do you mean, no? No. I think he's saying he's old enough to operate it. Yes. Get him out of there. No. Come on. Hey. Would you look at that? Yes. Yes, what? Yes. 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 So we'll stick with you then, Jess, just a little bit longer. Um, Iron Studios have re- revealed another another great statue after the one we looked at last month. But is it, is it as good? I really like this. I don't know if that surprises you or not. So this is a uh, Darth Vader from the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, TV show. It's uh, one-tenth scale from Iron Studios. Who have again got a bit of a passion and previous for this. It's showing it $159.99. And, uh, what are we looking at here? So it weighs a kilo. It's 2.2 pounds. It's 9.6 inches high, 9 inches wide. Hang on a second. You've got a Vader, which is 9 inches wide. Yes, because of the pose, because of the stance on the sort of volcanic area 
of the battle in the Kenobi TV show. So this is Darth Vader with his robes splayed out in this fighting stance, in this pose, with Darth Vader and his helmet sliced right open so you can see that disfigured Anakin behind it. The detail in, in the uh, in the cape is is outstanding. It's really sort of is really weathered. It's really looking battered. It's like a Vader I've never seen before. It's it got belongs that slash in... across his back as well. Yeah. In the yeah. Very... It, it, it looks great. There's a there's a, a a cool little short video which um if we can uh, rip it into the enhanced I think that'll be um a good addition. And it really really shows it off well. That I when you gave me this I was like oh, here we go because you often give me the tut. And I looked at this and I was like do you know what that's good. And I think it goes in your collection Dan and I'm not stitching you up. I think you know as a Vader fan I think it, it's really really cool. And uh, yeah, so it's made of this material which they with use all the time, polystone. Um, so it's yes, yeah, resin, polystone, PVC, metal, and fabric combined. But all in all, uh, I was really, really surprised with this when I when I looked at the uh, detailing. So if you, had, if you had to pick between this and that Vader on his throne that we looked at last time, which one <laughs> did you uh, did you go for? Well, do you reckon? That was really expensive as well, wasn't it? The, this hand and down. heavy and massive and. Yeah, scary. yeah. I mean, I, I know that that was still sort of semi-popular amongst the crew because it was just something different. Mm. You know, we we did speak about the fact that you rarely see Vader sat down, but it doesn't mean say you can't get something you know outside of what we've seen. But for me, this is um, yeah, this is really really quite cool. Dare I say? This might be controversial, but I I think the Vader on the throne edges it. It's just something quite stoic mm. and. And powerful about that. This reminds me of, remember the um, the Unleashed series. Mm, mm. It's just that little bit too extreme. It's a bit like you know the Marvel where they all land with one hand. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. It's just a bit. Hero it's not jump. very Vadery. Yeah, yeah, but Nora's sitting on a throne, which looks like a toilet. But I, <laughs> I, I get your point because that's what it did. You know, that's what it, it wasn't just one of us who thought that in the last show. No, yeah, I get your point. If you put some lava lamps around it, it'll look amazing. Yeah, well, I've got some from the last enhance. We'll see what it looks like, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Copy and paste. Yeah, I'm, just I'm, a bit of time there. I'm just looking at this one photograph where it's straight on. It looks outstanding. I'm slightly distracted by, again, there's a, a sort of male model behind it, and you can see the majority of his torso, and the hairiest arms I've ever seen. I mean, this guy could double as Chewbacca. Uh, which is uh, it's really, really distracting. I don't know if you can see this image. Uh, but he's just got the hairiest of arms ever. And, yeah, it's really, really weird. But uh, as a figure, yeah, I get what you mean, Craig. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take this one over Toilet Vader any day. I do like it. But like I said in the last one, I've got a Hot Toys Vader from Kenobi. And that looks as good in terms of the face sculpt and a split helmet and... Can repose it. They are nice, though. I, I suppose there's still a bit of a mystery. Iron Studios. I haven't had the bottle to pull the trigger on any of their pre-orders yet, but I think I'm going to have to. I still like, really like that um, Vader in the corridor, the Tantip corridor, killing all of the all of the rebel troops. I think I'd yeah, go for that one. Yeah, very good. Have you been uh, looking at these at all, Stu? I mean, we spoke about this Vader on his throne last time. Do you have any thoughts on that one? I or don't know. I do like some of Iron Studios stuff. I've never gone down the Star Wars stuff of it. I love the Moss of the Universe stuff. But um this is nice, but it's not for me. I don't throw money around like that, will you nearly? 
What are you laughing about? It is good, though. Um, If I was a Darth Vader collector, there's no way I wouldn't have this in my collection because I would just be embarrassed to be seen. Unless they bring a Greedo out, that's all I can say. They wouldn't know, mate. I'd be all over that. Oh, man. Why have we had a Twi'lek hot toy? Can you imagine Ayla Sakura? We'll, we'll probably get a Hera. Yeah. yeah See, I thought she'd be in your top five Twi'leks. No, I don't think she is. I don't think she is. She's one that I would take home for the night, but um, <laughs> not one I'd commit to. <laughs> yeah, you, you take home Hera, but you'd be thinking of Garth or Whip or whatever names. Yeah, I get it. Ula. <laughs> oh, Ula. Craig, save us. Take us home. Gentle Giant. <laughs> Gentle Giant. Right, okay. So, Gentle Giant, I've announced a whole load more stuff. Um, so, starting off with a couple of minibus, we've got Carson Teva, who is the New Republic pilot that crops up in the Mandalorian from time to time. Um, he's depicted brandishing a rifle because I think depicting him from the waist up flying an X-Wing would just look a bit weird. But it's nice enough. He's uh, he's one hundred and thirty dollars, uh, and we've also got in minibus form a real person take. I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see them. Real person, non animated version of um, Pre Vizsla from the Clone Wars, which comes with an interchangeable head uh, and his non helmety head. And it's got a frowny, scarred face, and is brandishing the dark saber. And if you're into the minibus, these are. You know, of a comparable quality to other ones we've discussed, fitting additions to collections of those. Then we've got a bigger bust for those who like that sort of thing, which is a, another Battle Damage Darth Vader. So I think you can probably get this in all formats and scales now, apart from maybe three and three quarter. So we've discussed a couple tonight. Uh, but this is like... Jez's Luke X-Wing. It's from the Legends in 3D series. So it's got this lightsaber style plinth and it's just a nice kind of thin shoulders of, of Vader looking imposing. Uh, it's bigger size. It's reflected in its price point of $225. But for those people who like uh, the rest of the bodies um, rendered in statue style, uh, we've got a couple of statues. So we've got an animated style Thrawn sitting in his command chair, although the, the, the write-up says throne. I don't think it's throne. I think it's command chair, which is nice. He's, he's got his leg crossed, which just looks a little bit awkward, I think, on the photos. It might be one that I need to see in person to, to properly judge. There's just something a little bit off with the anatomy of that one. Um, that one's uh, retailing at $250. Um, and then I think the, the sort of, for me, the nicest of the of the crop is a is a Dinjarin and Grogu on a speeder bike. And again, when I first saw this, I thought it was quite weird looking because it's like often you, when the you know the thing about a speeder bike is the speed uh, and the motion and the sort of dynamics that that brings. And and this isn't in motion. It's got the it's got Mando with like one leg on the floor, and both of them sort of peering down, presumably from a scene which I don't recall um, at the moment. But it's actually quite a nice way of capturing a floating speeder it's all the all, all the kind of weight and support is on his leg so that the there's no need for a, a hokey looking you know clear stand or anything like that so i think that's actually quite a successful kind of way of doing it i think it looked great on a higher shelf you know with them looking down on you i mean it's, 
big beast. It's a kind of foot long. And then finally, in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the retro jumbo series, we've got R two D two from the droid factory with his extra leg, which is lazy, lazy, lazy. But it's yours if you want it for eighty dollars. I was going to come to Jez first. What do you think of the uh, <laughs> another another random actor getting a minibus? So this this Carson Teva character, another mate of. Uh, What's his name? Trapper Wolf. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll love that. Yeah, his <laughs> family will all be getting one for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> look great right. along next, next to your, your Jacks. Yeah, it, it's it's not going to go by the Jacks. It's certainly not going to go by Luke. Hello, I'm looking at him now. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, not not a huge fan of that one. See what uh, Greg says about the Dinjarin. You know it. Yeah, that, that is nice. But they, they've got a, a reasonable mix. Hmm. I was disappointed by the Vader because I, I saw it was kind of done in the same style mm-hmm. as your Luke X-Wing and that is such a great bust. And yeah. That, yeah, and that Vader would have been the one that I would have got, but I just don't think they've got it quite right. The, the, the mask looks off. The, the revealed face piece looks off. I'm not going to get it. I'd love to have got it. I think the bait, the, the lightsaber kind of bottom of it, like your one's got, the, I think the, the X-Wing, isn't it? That makes up the stand for it. But yeah, it really does. I'm not paying 225 quid for that, unfortunately. So it's a pass from me on those. I definitely ain't getting that jumbo choice factory last Oh, dear. I always wondered about the jumbos. That's the one that turns me into a fan. The droids look the best, I think. Absolutely, I agree with that. This and uh, the original C-3PO, but it's miss- where's 88 gone? I thought they were doing that. And the Max Rebo band, they seem to have vanished. Uh, to close it off, Craig, um, there was a number of other um, retailers at, or licensees at San Diego Comic Con. Did you have any other picks from, from that lot that you wanted to mention? Anyone yeah, else wanted to mention? There was quite a list, all the usual stuff, you know, watches and I think there was a Rogu. Tamagotchi and various little bits of reason. Well, I picked a couple just to, to highlight. And the first one, and it looks like Jazzwares have taken some inspiration from other lines like Funko and the Hasbro comic series. And they've done what they're calling the storyboard series. So these are monochrome, you know, they're ships with monochrome paint apps that have got these bold lines that pick out the edges and dark areas of shadow. And they're quite stylized, like, interesting looking uh, and they've done three ships to commemorate the 40th year of Return of the Jedi so there's an X-Wing there's an A-Wing and there's a TIE Interceptor and I think they're quite a nice fresh interesting take on things they're pretty cool looking although they've really really dropped the ball with the packaging because I think that would have just elevated it so much had they used the actual storyboard sketches mm. um, to better effect. So they do reference them. Uh, they do reference the storyboard out on the back of the boxes. But as it is, you know, the front of them is pretty basic and it could have been amazing, really premium, really desirable. And the way that these are presented would have absolutely had the potential to tip me over and, uh, and go for these. So that's a, uh, that's a real shame. There's a, they're a missed opportunity. I don't know whether everyone's seen these. No one. I'm, looking at, the, I'm looking at the X-Wing one now. Yeah. What do you think? 
Yeah, different. I mean, I'd, I'd been scanned through this list and I'd completely overlooked those, but yeah, they are, they are very different. I don't think anyone's done anything like that before. No, no. So, um, to be applauded, but maybe, I mean, they can course correct, you know, maybe they're listening. Maybe they think Craig's got a really good point. <laughs> Let's put those sketches on the front because you can see it, can't you? You can just see it working so nicely with those really quick, loose, dynamic sketches. It'd be something really different for, for collectors, but. Um, at the minute, not to be, but maybe watch that space. And the other thing, just to end on, because it just tickled me, is the inflatable black <laughs> fancy dress costume. Because <laughs> it's just ridiculous. In a, it's a knockout. <laughs> it's the Belgians kind of way. They always make me, uh, always make me smile. So yeah, so you can, uh, yeah, rock up to your next fancy dress party in an inflatable giant. Wookie. Who, is that is that Jazzwares as well? Is it? That is Jazzwares as well. I didn't know they did those. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're going from one <laughs> extreme to the other. <laughs> Amazing. It feels like after a few years, obviously, of COVID and stuff like that, it feels like there's a, a, a big range of of stuff again. But the one thing I have saved to the end, kind of accidentally on purpose, that we never covered in the in the main run of what we've just been through, was a vintage collection item. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> the, the holiday special Chewbacca. Yeah. Can you believe they finally done it? They finally done it. <sighs> Who's getting one? I'm getting one. Hundred percent. I'm getting that. I've got to get it. You've got to get one, Stu, because you've got the cuddly toy, right? Focus going on. I have, and I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it'd be great in a Christmas display with my um off trooper with a stormtrooper snowman face it's a shame they haven't done a holiday special logo for it it just says star wars because then jez would have to get one <laughs> yeah 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 no agreed i think oh, a holiday special i think a um all of chewbacca's family would be a really nice run and i think it would sell really well but seriously yeah, yeah. but we're getting the main one That's, i don't know what's going on with his hands though his hands look peculiar mm. you, you mentioned that didn't you Pete, he looks a bit odd, but... They do look odd, yeah, from I can forgive that. The card pack's amazing. So he can hold his ball, isn't it? Just one of them. <laughs> just, just, the, just the shiny one. <laughs> one great ball. Oh, very good. So let's go around and what we're out, out of all I mean, we've just been through, what, have, what, 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 what the one thing we'd buy that we haven't already pre-ordered, so I'm going to come to you first, Stu. Um, Put you on the spot. Oh, dear. There's a few bits. It probably would be the Jewback, although the holiday edition range of vintage collection would be right up there. Yeah, all day, all day Jewback, easy. Very good. What about you, Jez? Same as Stu. I'm liking the uh, the Jewback. Stuart mentioned the holiday special um, characters as well. But for me, an honorary shout-out, I know it's only July. Uh, again, don't hate me, but the Star Wars Lego Advent calendar it's got me, um, yeah, it's got me smiling a little bit, looking forward, because I think we all enjoyed opening our advent calendars last year, uh, the little Funko ones. So, uh, yeah, yeah, some good stuff this year. Iron, uh, Iron Giant, it's all there, but the, uh, yeah, the do-back. What, what hot toy are you going to get, Pete? Just look, <laughs> I was just looking at them. Out of that list, <laughs> probably the life-size, the, the Anzalian, the Babu Frick, I think that's quite fun. But, um, you do actually really like that, don't you? It's about yeah, the first time you've mentioned it now. They keep mentioning it. I like yeah, that. I'll, I'll send you a link for it, Pete. It's definitely entering my top three that I'm on the cusp of buying. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, but, uh, a big, that's a big first step into Hot Toys, isn't it? What's, what, 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 that, what will that go for? Has that got a price yet? I don't think it's gone up for pre-order yet. I haven't seen it anyways. I think they, 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 they were just showing off stills. Yeah. You can't put a price on happiness, Pete. <laughs> so, I'll put that on my uh, procrastination hot list. Hot, hot Toys hot list. I think the Yavin set. I think the Evan set's good as well. Like That's that. cool, yeah, nice. Okay, so, so yeah, probably those two. Nice. And Craig? I do like the uh, the Shagajabba, which is, uh, as we discussed, a little bit out of reach. But definitely, definitely the retro collection Mon Mothma. Okay, with the Mon Mothma. I'm going to go with the episode mm. one retro collection figures. I'm super excited for those. Any other business or any other thoughts before we close out? I'd urge people to go and check out the the, the unboxings. Like I say, there's been a bit of flurry of those. They're, they're nice ways of, of just going a little bit deep on some of the things we talked about. And they're all four modern ones, aren't they? The last ones we've done. So, mm. Well, we should we should check back in with Jez, actually. Uh, he's finished up with his hot toy. He yeah. smashed his Lego again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've got Luke with his uh, lightsaber in his hand. Uh, but not illuminated. On the plinth, with the extra bit added to it, not illuminated. Looking really good. Looking amazing. I, I can't fault the packaging and everything else which comes with it. I'm staring at, just for uh, for people who are aware, an additional right arm, which I'm yet to open up to put the batteries in, which will be able to illuminate a lightsaber. And it's got its blaster pistol in its holster. I've got a spare lightsaber, which I'm not using. Spare lightsaber attached to the other arm. And what else have we got? One, two, three, four, five additional hands with various different poses and the additional hair sculpt and an additional lightsaber blade. So all sorts of stuff for me to be playing with. Dan, can I just ask you, do you have yours displayed with blaster in hand or lightsaber? I've got him with a lightsaber and a two-handed pose with a blaster yeah. put away. In the holder. I tell you what, those USB bases are great because mm. because I'm going to get an extra long lead for mine because I've got all my Deltos lit up. I'm going to wire it all into all of that and get it plugged in. So when I switch the lights on, the base lights up as well. And everything, yeah. with all of these things, you've got to open your cupboards up. You've got to switch everything on individually. But with this, you should just switch it, switch, press one button. You can have everything light up. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm really pleased. So uh, thanks everyone for encouraging me over this last year to buy a hot toy. Brilliant. And, and Stu, did you say you've opened up your Fennec Shan? Um, half. Yeah, she's amazing. I've had a look at her. I haven't got it positioned yet. So Jess, I mean, you've you've delved into hot toys now. What, what are you looking at for your second one? Mm. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm gonna. Uh, I I don't know. There will be a second. Yeah. There will be. Yeah. There is another. Yeah. Do I go with one to sort of, from a scene point of view? You need a Darth Vader to go alongside that, that Luke. Yeah. I probably do. (laughs) 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 What have you done? Yeah, yeah. I probably do. There's, um... Oh, look, have you seen the massive sale on the Hot Toys Facebook page? They said it would be 10% off or 15% off all the time. Kylo Ren down to 130 quid. It's a great price. I got um, Ahsoka, the new Ahsoka for um, Mando for 160 quid. With some codes. So I should be getting that soon, very soon. But anyway, should we wrap this up, 
So that is the end of another show. But if you want more Generation Skywalker between shows, we are all over social media. We have a presence on Facebook, Instagram, and now Threads. Just search Generation Skywalker to find us. If you want to interact directly with us, the hosts between shows and other listeners, then join the We Are Generation Skywalker Facebook page. It's a private group, but just ask to join and one of us will let you in. You can search Generation Skywalker on YouTube, where you will find enhanced versions of many of our shows and other content, including unboxings. And if you can't remember any of that, head over to GenerationSkywalker.com for links to all of our shows, content, socials and blogs. Thanks so much for listening. But for this month, it's goodbye from Craig. Cheerio. Goodbye from Pete. Nice one. Cheers, guys. It's goodbye from Jez. See you next time. I thought we was going to get a chow. Yeah, I, I thought about it. And it's goodbye from Stu. See you later. Boy, it feels weird saying goodbye, doesn't it? And it's goodbye from me. We are Generation Skywalker. All errors, all passions, all Star Wars.